Hello there and welcome to Bringing Out Their Best, the podcast for teachers of dance, drama and music. My name is Sarah Marshall from Performing Arts PD. Each week I will bring you a snippet of research or an interview with another performing arts educator to energise and inspire you for your working week. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the Aora Nation on which I live and work. I pay my respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander elders past and present. Be honest. Have you ever thought about using drama to teach scientific concepts to a group of 10-year-olds? I know I haven't. We all know drama has been used to great effect in movies, such as the Jurassic franchise, teaching even the most reluctant science student about paleontology and genetic manipulation. But did you know there were competitions for drama, including science content? I've now heard of one organised by the Science Teachers Association in Victoria, another in Punjab, India, and another in Singapore. Using role play to embed content makes sense if you think about it. Role play is active, creative, and engaging, an interaction between play, games and simulation, which all require significant investment from their student performers. So why wouldn't you use this innovative approach to spark children's motivation and enrich their learning in science? That is exactly what this study did. They took a group of seven 10-year-olds from a small co-educational public school in Victoria, Australia, challenging them to create a dramatic piece to explain a scientific concept of their choice. They were also given the assistance of a mentor and two parents to guide them in the project. The school did not have a robust science program and limited scientific resources. The study wanted to know if this constructivist approach would provide a context for creativity and or foster improved learning in this area. To find a topic, they began by asking students questions such as, what ideas do you have for a science drama? What topics have you studied in class during the year? What would you like to learn? Something more on what's already been covered or something new? What would you do with the science drama outcome? Since it's a drama play, will there be a target audience or should it just be confined to the class? Who will be playing the roles in the play? The seven students or other members of the class as well? The students chose electricity as it was new to them as a science topic, but also relevant to their lives. They used electricity all the time. For their goal audience, they settled on the science drama competition. As no one in the group, parents included, knew much about electricity, they created a list of questions and set out to do some research. Having done this, they then had the ungainly task of taking this information and encompassing historical scientists and the process of how electricity works and how to put it in a script, one that would excite an audience and not put them to sleep. To do this, they connected concrete examples for the scientific concepts, such as for an electrical circuit, turning on a light, or turning on the TV. They then created metaphors for the scientific words into actions, such as an electrical conductor as an orchestral conductor, and copper atoms as police officers, or coppers, Ultimately, they developed a play with the three historical figures of Michael Faraday, Luigi Galvani, and Alexander Volta, 
as wise men, involved in a power struggle between the battery, the energy source, and the load, the light globe, with two police officers playing the part of the copper wires. To me, this sounds like a lot of fun. Well, the students found the experience cognitively stimulating, embedding a lot of learning about electricity, and having a lot of fun, including going on to win the Victorian Science Drama Prize. Additional benefits to students included development of higher-order thinking, cooperation, and social skills. But what did it mean for the teachers who took on this cross-disciplinary activity? First of all, the teachers needed to have a tolerance for uncertainty when they had no idea how this task would go and whether it would deliver the learning outcomes they were hoping for. At the point when the kids had done the research and they had to turn it into a script, the whole project could have come unstuck very easily. Having a guide with a framework was an obvious advantage at this point. They were able to ask the children the right questions to assist them to find and develop characters sufficiently to form a script. So the teacher also needed to be willing to take risks for this project to be attempted. But oh my goodness, look at the results. What a win. I wonder if you've ever taken a risk. How tolerant are you of uncertainty with education outcomes? It's all food for thought, isn't it? As a special offer for those who listen to Bring Out Their Best, we have 20% off all our professional development courses. Click here and add a course to your basket using the code BOTB20. My name is Sarah Marshall. Thanks for listening today. I hope you have a fantastic week bringing out their best.